0: Um, I want to take a moment out actually, you know, to, uh, to give gratitude. You know, my, I consider Steve my friend now, um, Steve Wynn. You know, I, I want to, to, to thank Steve for his relentless, um, devotion to, to uh, putting a spotlight in artists, writers like myself, you know, um, to give them the opportunity to share their voice with the world. You know, Steve is a successful businessman. That's his day job, you know. But um, this is just his side gig, his passion. He's been doing this for a while, since he was a little boy. Um, But (laughs) I'm going to tell you a story about how Steve and I met. Um, Out of the blue, you know, when when my book came out, um, Steve Facebooked me. He's like, hey, my name is Steve. You know, I'm a producer. Um, I'd like to, you know, to to, to talk to you, Um, possibly... (laughs) You know, get you on, on, on a film because I really like your voice on your memoir. I'm like, dude, who's this cat? You know, that's rare. This guy's a stranger. So, <laughs> you know, and, and he took the opportunity to call me. Isn't that awesome? Um, so I picked up the phone. I remember this night. And when I picked up the phone, he's like, my name is Steve Wynn. Um, let's, 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 uh, let's do a meeting. I'm like, uh, Okay. Cool. And um as a result of that first meeting um came a documentary that Steve produced and directed called I Love Eastern for White People The Making of a Memoir. Um and it's a it's good work, trust me on that. Um you can find it online or not at Steve's uh, Vimeo page. But What trips me out the most is his willingness to extend his hand to a complete stranger. You know? He believed in me. That's some mason for your ass. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, And and Steve, taking time off of his busy schedule to do this, you know, flick HDTV... Which is blowing up on YouTube. Out of his busy schedule on, on a weekend for me. And Steve, man, I thank you. Bottom of my heart. Love you, homeboy. I consider it a an immigrant story, um, but it's more than that. It's a story about a little boy, a little Vietnamese refugee boy who um, through all the struggles that his family was was um, put in to have to deal with to find his to find his voice in America, and you know. The book has a lot of description about what it felt like to be um, an immigrant, uh, a family who had to start anew in a country that was so um, strange for them. And to, to couple that um, scenario with me having to deal with um, a father who lost his sense of place in the world, um, and and, and um, became abusive, because that was the only way he was able to cope. And I was, he, was writing cool. his book. I was I was you know mainly focusing on just writing, you know, telling my story, and um, actually <laughs> I. <laughs> This book became a um, the message, if you will, after it, it, it hit the, the bookshelves, you know, in, in stores and stuff. Um, from the feedback that I've received from people, it's like, lacked. You have no idea, you know? Um, the stories in this book is like, it made me think about, it made me reflect about, you know, my life. My past life is like, you know, and people would tell me, I thought my, my life was dramatic, but when I read your stories, I'm like, dude, there's nothing in comparison, so, and if you, lack didn't give up, why should I? And when they said that, I'm like, are you serious? I, I didn't, I didn't, it was never my intention to convey that through my stories, you know, I was busy just telling the stories, um, but I've thought about, you know, what I want to do with this book, is like, what the message is, I think that the overarching message of this book is love, man, I don't consider myself a writer actually, you know, Steve, um, I consider myself a storyteller more than anything, um, because the term writer has so much so many um that you know you have to create um, the most wonderful prose and whatnot you know i, I want to skip all that i just want to tell stories for you know what it, what it, what they are and how i've experienced it and such is the case for, for this book for this for my memoir And, um, advice for, um, aspiring, um, writer, um, I would say, I would say, um, once you sit down and actually write, um, don't think yourself as a writer, like I'm, like like I'm telling you now, you're a storyteller. That means lose yourself in in, in 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 the in the stories that you're writing about. I mean, put yourself um, in the stories that you're writing about, and you know, run with it. You know, um, because I think you know many writers uh, have 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 an issue with um, doing too much. Because, you know, like I said, you know, there's this you know um label that writers supposed to be this and that and whatnot. Fuck all that. <laughs> just just tell your story. And that, and that's what I did for for, for for this book of mine, you know. Um feedback is always good, you know. Um and bad feedback is, is the best for you, you know. Expect and, 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 and want um, constructive critique of your work, of your writing. And when people say you suck, take it in. You know what I mean? That's just part of, of, of improving. And I think um, that's just part of the art. You know, what Steve does day in, day out, you know. I'm pretty sure people give him feedback, and, and, he, he, and he takes it with, with great stride. And, you know, um, that's how uh, artists improve. And I think writers are artists, they paint pictures, and um, readers are, are people walking through museums, looking at your stories.